Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Welcome to The Megan Kelly Show, your home for open, honest, and provocative conversations. Hey everyone, I'm Megan Kelly. Welcome to The Megan Kelly Show. The fallout from the FBI's raid on Mar-a-Lago continues and only seems to be getting worse. Yesterday, FBI agents seized Republican Congressman Scott Perry's cell phone while he was traveling with his family. He's head of the Conservative Freedom Caucus in the House. And according to reports from The New York Post, when the FBI went into the Mar-a-Lago compound, guess what they searched in addition to Donald Trump's office? Melania's wardrobe. Okay, (laughs) that was important, I'm sure. What's the end game here? What is this? I mean, if you're going to weaponize the DOJ and the FBI, shouldn't you be digging around places other than Melania's underwear? Uh, But good news, inflation dropped to a low, low, low 8.5% in July. Oh, lordy. Excellent. Joe Biden's very proud of himself. Uh, Still a 40-year high for the month, right? So this is being spun as a victory. (laughs) As a victory because it's not 9.1% like it was last month. I mean, that's where we are right now. Uh, Will the Inflation Reduction Act help? That's the Build Back Better light that Manchin just agreed to. Let's ask Glenn Beck. He's host of Glenn Beck, the Glenn Beck program, which airs right before this one on Sirius XM. And he's with us for the full show today to discuss. Hey, everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Welcome back to the show, Glenn, and thanks for doing double duty on Triumph today. You are uh, you're welcome. I hope I have two hours of stuff I can add to your show. You I you do, because I have so many questions that I want to go okay. over with you. All right. Before we get All to right. in, the inflation reduction. <laughs> so fun. 
love, oh, I love yeah. the, oh, no, no. <laughs> you know, I love when the lies built right that. into the title. Right. Yeah. Okay. But we've got to talk about the latest on Trump. So he, it's amazing when I, I went back and looked at the number of investigations that have been thrown against Donald Trump. All right. Now, you know, the obvious ones two impeachments with failed convictions, um, obviously the January 6th show trial that's happening right now. But just here's a sampling, okay, of what he's dealing with right now. Several lawsuits over alleged 2020 election interference, criminal investigation of Fulton County, Georgia, NAACP filed a lawsuit for allegedly interfering with the 2020 election in violation of the Voting Rights Act and the KKK Act. (laughs) Okay, 10 members of Congress have signed on. Uh, Good old Representative Eric Swalwell is suing Trump in a separate lawsuit over January 6th. Capitol Hill police officers have filed three separate lawsuits against him for incitement. Two metropolitan police officers have filed lawsuits for emotional distress and physical damages. Uh, The District of Columbia Attorney General Carl Racine, a Democrat, said his probe into who incited January 6th could lead to charges against Trump. His organization, the Trump Organization, uh, under investigation right now by the New York State Attorney General Letitia James, trying to see whether he inflated his property values for investors and then deflated them on federal tax forms. News on that just broke. Get to it in a second. Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg has a similar probe into t- potential tax fraud and financial crimes. He paused his grand jury investigation in April or May, but says it's still open and, c- and he could still file a criminal charge, depending on what Letitia James finds in the civil investigation. Westchester County, New York DA's office launched an investigation into October in October into whether the Trump organization misled officials about property values at Trump's national golf club. I'm not done. <laughs> There's the classified documents grand jury proceeding that allegedly led to the raid on Monday morning. Mary Trump is suing Donald Trump for allegedly defrauding her from her family inheritance. <laughs> e. Jean Carroll has filed a sexual assault case against him in the Southern District of New York. Michael Cohen. Michael Cohen is suing Trump and others for allegedly retaliating against him for his tell all book. Six protesters are suing Trump, accusing his security guards of assaulting them outside of Trump Tower during a 2015 protest. There's a class action against Trump organization saying they use oh their business gosh. to scam investors. Tenants are suing Trump for hiking rents by inflating prices for appliances. I, there are more. So Trump gets dragged into a deposition oh by Letitia James. <laughs> it's stunning, right? Yeah, gets it dragged is. In there I didn't I Letitia didn't know James. that. I know. And most people haven't taken the time to actually look at it because it's too mind numbing and like brain it hurts your brain. And he decides to take the fifth with Letitia James today, who's looking into whether the Trump organization com- committed fraud by overstating the values of some things with investors and de- destating them or understating them when filing for taxes. Who could blame him? Who could blame him? No, I, I have to tell you, I-, I-, I talked about this on the air and it's really important to understand this because i think people people hate him so much you either love him or you hate him um generally speaking and uh that has been in large part due to the way he behaves uh and uh the people missing the fact that he does a lot of stuff just as comedy um but uh it is also because the press has made him into such a monster So people just think that they hate him for all kinds of reasons, you know, Twitter and, you know, he's a fascist, et cetera, et cetera. But that's not why they're going after him. They have to destroy him. I'm convinced, Megan, um, that the Great Reset is is the main reason why he had to be taken out of office when he got out of the Paris Climate Accords Mm -hmm. and they knew that they're not going to be able to 
bribe him. They're not going to be able to extort uh, policy out of him. He's not going to play ball. He does believe in America first, which is the exact opposite of what the the state wants to do and uh, giant corporations and all of the other countries, all the prime ministers, everybody's in on the Great Reset. And so they have a new view of it. He it was supposed to go to Hillary Clinton, who was all in. And so all of these things could have happened. He got in. He made us energy independent, which was really a no go zone, not only energy independent, but a uh, a net exporter of oil that's going in the opposite direction. Plus, he's saying America first. They had to stop him or the Great Reset would fall apart. That's why when uh, John Kerry and uh, uh, Joe Biden first get into office, John Kerry is speaking to the World Economic Forum saying it's going to come fast and furious. Sorry for that. Um, and it's it's going to come at a breathtaking speed. The reason why these things are being hammered in right now is because they now realize, crap, people are on to us. They don't want any of this stuff. And Donald Trump is still out there. And if he gets in, we know the gig is up. We know mm-hmm. it because he's not only um, uh, not only America first, but he's also now personally deeply invested in ratting these people out, finding them, arresting them or firing them one way or another. And this whole thing is so fragile around the world that if America goes the opposite direction, the whole thing's going to fall apart. Mm -hmm. They have personal skin in the game now. It's not just their politics. It's themselves and their own jobs. You think about these people at the FBI. They know they need to worry. Obviously, the people at the DOJ who are political and guided by that instead of the law, they've got to worry. The the IRS agents that Joe Biden's about to hire, is Trump going to keep those folks if and when he takes office again? And they all have real reason to worry. Yeah, and the people that have done wrong and not been punished for it, you know, lying to the FISA court, changing things. None of these people were fired. None of these people were punished. And I don't count on the Republican Party, but I do believe that uh, Donald Trump, because, again, he's personally involved um, and they have attacked him so much. He lives for the day that he can take those people down. Uh, and uh, I think they know that everybody knows if he gets back into power, um, if the Republicans like Mitch McConnell are in, maybe we skate. But if he's in power and you get these Trump people that are in Congress and the Senate, we may all be going to jail. Mm-hmm. That's 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 a strong argument for Trump over DeSantis in, in the eyes of a lot of Republicans, because even though they, mo- they, they may love DeSantis, they want revenge. There are a lot of people who are so angry yeah. over the way Republicans have been treated. Trump has been treated, how his first term, as somebody said recently, was stolen from him in many ways with the Russiagate distraction, which was a, which was fake. It was it did not hold up no matter what Joe Scarborough tells you um, sure. that they want him, they want him to have the opportunity a to have a second term and b to exact revenge on their behalf and on his own against the people who put the country through that for four years. So the, the uh, I agree with you 100 percent. You're spot on. 
And that is one thing that concerns me. And I have, I was probably out of step with the audience yesterday because I was talking about this yesterday. I want justice. I don't want revenge. I want truth. I don't want to be right. Um, and, and if we, and, and this is the, the downside, the upside of Trump is, oh, he's going to get the job done. The downside is, I think it will be um, motivated by, I'm going to screw, I'm going to screw you to the wall. Okay. And that's why we don't have our juries uh, decide and then have the, uh, the victim's family assign the punishment. We, we don't do that in America because we don't want revenge. We want justice. And uh, if, if Donald Trump would remain tempered and justice focused, uh, and then, then maybe it would be good. But I, I'm concerned that there are too many Americans that have been trampled on for so long that they want revenge. And that is not the American revolution. That is not the spirit of this country. Spirit mm. is truth and justice and the American way. Well, and forgiveness, really, at the heart of our Judeo-Christian values. But I don't think people are in a forgiving mood on either side of the aisle right now. They're well, angry. Because there's nobody asking for forgiveness. There's nobody, they're not even recognizing that these things are wrong. It's just injury after injury after injury. And so it's hard to give somebody forgiveness um, when they're completely re-injuring you every day in, in right. new ways. We don't have to forgive those people. We do have to love them and treat them as we want to be treated. That doesn't mean don't stand up against them. Doesn't mean don't do everything in your power to stop them injuring you and our country. Um, but it does mean there are limits on how we act and react. I don't know. I mean, it's really hard to look at <laughs> Merrick Garland and feel love. You know, I feel like he's completely bastardizing the, the, one of the most important institutions that we have in America. And over what? If I take him at his word that this is about classified documents, which I don't, I don't believe it for one second. I think it's about January 6th and the effort to find the smoking gun they haven't been able to find, which is some proof of fraudulent intent on Donald Trump's part. That's what they need to get him on criminal charges related to January 6th. They don't have it because Trump, I believe, genuinely believed he won that election, genuinely believed oh, yeah. it had been stolen genuinely. from him. He wasn't lying to his his followers, to Georgia officials, to anybody when he said this has been a fraud. It was stolen. And so Merrick Garland's not going to find the smoking gun document that shows fraudulent intent because it wasn't there. But that's what I believe this is about. Having said that, let's take him at his word. It was about classified documents. Trump took him, even though he's president of the United States and he can declassify if maybe he didn't cross the T's and dot the I's because you have to do it in writing. Maybe he didn't do that. Maybe Merrick Garland's so pissed off that the National Archives don't have all of their perfect files in the boxed line order that they want them in, that he did the unprecedented thing of going into a former president's home in a pre-dawn raid with 30 FBI agents to get the, the love notes. Right. And, and okay. without and without notifying the current president. Right. Sure. Uh -huh. So but my uh -huh. point is, I don't feel love for that person. I feel that that person no, has bastardized the Department of Justice. And he has caused a fracture of faith in that really important organization over what if you believe him, 
over bullshit classified documents that he was cooperating with. Donald Trump was it with respect to their return. I, I'm not saying that we I'm not saying that you're going to love. Um, <laughs> we, we have to try to love our enemies, because if we if we hate them, if we truly hate them, um, hate. what are you like going to do? Anger. It's temporary. Anger. I know. But anger, anger leads to hatred. <laughs> you know, all that <laughs> stuff that Yoda used to say. Um, <laughs> it, we just have to be really careful because. I really, truly believe. I mean, Eric Swalwell said something today or yesterday. Oh, we have he it. Chaos? You have it? Play it. Wait, please. we have it. Here it is. Soundbite two. It's very clear that Republicans have recognized that they can no longer win elections with votes. And so they're leaning in hard to try and win elections uh, with violence. And, and they're fomenting that violence uh, right now with the threats they're making against the attorney general, uh, with the online chatter that you continue to see with the failure to even condemn it on their side. And I see it in my own social media channels where the threats uh, have escalated since uh, Donald Trump's uh, residence was searched. And this is who they are now. They are a chaos party. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Megan, you were with me at Fox. I used to say all the time, the operative word when all of this starts to happen is chaos. Chaos will be coming at you in all directions. And if you want to be a part of the solution, you cannot be a part of chaos. Anything that leads to more chaos is trouble. We know who the author of that is. Um, this is a prime example of this is all the evidence you need in my book to understand where they're going and who they are. Have you ever noticed that the progressives always, always accuse somebody of what they're going to do yeah. or are doing? Yeah, they they make that point. And then so you're in the you're in the place of going, well, no, that's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. But it is true. Who's the party of chaos? Who is the one that has led to chaos on our streets? Chaos in our schools, chaos in our home, chaos with our doctors, chaos with our churches, um, chaos with our jobs, chaos with our money, chaos with our relationships with other countries, chaos with Afghanistan and Ukraine and Russia, now China. This is chaos. They are leading to chaos to destroy the nuclear family. And that's not my opinion. Those are their words on the left. They need the chaos. So what he's saying here is he's self-diagnosing. That's mm. what they need. And when when they are looking to create more chaos, that's why I say we can't we, we, we can be angry, but we have to keep ourselves in check or we will become what we despise. And the only way to win, I'm sorry, but Martin Luther King was right. Hate cannot be defeated by hatred. Um, it, it, it will only be with love, but firmness. I know exactly who I am. I know exactly who they are. And I will stand to my last breath, but I'm not going to become you. Because my principles, the principles that come from my Judeo-Christian upbringing and our Constitution— they're strong enough to stand on their own, and they're strong enough to stand against your lies. And I will work to thwart you, but I'm not going to play your game. 
because that's what you want. There's a lot in there. And the, and the point you make about how, I don't know if it's projection or transference, there's a psychological mm -hmm. term for what he's doing there, yeah. but he's clearly doing it, accusing the Republicans of what he and his party have been doing. And the they thing that do. jumped out at me, okay, so he's, he's objecting to threats and chatter online. That sounds upsetting. Oh, and no condemnation from party leaders. Um, Justice Kavanaugh would like a word. He'd like a word. Yeah. Yeah. As would all of the Supreme Court conservative jurists. Right. Can you believe the nerve of him to say that? There was an article in Vox today talking about how this undermining of the FBI and the DOJ and these American institutions is really dangerous. You know, we need but, to have faith in the rule of law. I'm like, you just had about a 10,000 pieces about how we can no longer have faith in the U.S. Supreme Court. They've lost their moral authority. Like, could you please spare me the you, lecture? You, you wait a minute. Wait a minute. All the FBI, all they are, are federal cops. Right. You right. just tried to get rid of all cops. You've been saying for four <laughs> years, five years Cops are bad. All of them. They can't be trusted. The judicial system is all broken. Now you're trying to tell me that we're we're looking at the police or the cops in this place, uh, the uh, the federal cops, the FBI, and we're questioning them. And we have real reason to question. It's not like George Floyd. We were all against that. All of us. We agreed on that. And yet you turned it in to split us apart mm. here. All we're saying is, guys, this is very unusual. This has never happened. We don't do it. And we don't do it for a reason. Donald Trump did not. No matter what he said, we'll lock her up. He didn't do it. Why? Because that's not what we do. You start going after political enemies. Uh, and I and I've I've debated this with Mike Lee in our friendship, um, you know, usually like at two o'clock in the morning. I, I I am I believe that there is a two tier justice system right now. There is the tier of I'm with the party. I'm politically correct uh, and I'm fine. I could skate on anything. Hunter Biden or my last name is Trump or I'm a Trump supporter and I can't get away with anything. In fact, they accuse me of things I never did. There's a two-tier two justice system right now. All we're saying is that's wrong. That's wrong. It was wrong when it happened to blacks in the, you know, in the past in America. It's wrong if it happens now. I'm just taking what you people say you're for is real justice. You didn't like it when it was happening to to blacks. You didn't like it when it was happening. Neither did I. You didn't like it when it was happening to innocent Muslims. Neither did I. What's the difference here? And for some reason, the the average Democrat who I do not think is a leftist is not for all of this destruction. But for some reason, and I think it's maybe fear because what happens to us with fear, they cannot make that connection. Look, we have all the evidence here. We, we know what's going on. We've seen this guy. I said to Donald Trump recently, you have to be the cleanest guy on the planet. I heard that. Yeah, they've come right. to him. It's from so many different angles. That's the folly of thinking the smoking gun document is going to be sitting down at Mar-a-Lago. 
I mean, they yeah. really must think he's an idiot, like a, a yes. criminal, a, a brilliant criminal mastermind who's also a complete idiot. An, an idiot. <laughs> I mean, yes, like, uh, this guy has been investigated by every intelligence agency on the planet. Everybody. If there yep. was something dirty about him, it would have come out already. I'm That's shocked right. that this amount of investigation on anybody, but especially a guy who builds big buildings, you know, in New York. Hey, yeah. help me out a little bit. You know, what I'm, yeah. I'm shocked. <laughs> that he's this clean. Um, we know this. And we also know that the Justice Department, their latest excuse on Hunter Biden was we didn't want to bring it out before an election, which was yeah. about this time, the yeah. last election year, because it could disrupt the election. So we don't do that. Well, then what's the excuse here? What are you yeah. doing now? Now, here we are within 90 days of the midterm elections. And that exactly seems right. to be what was so imminent. I don't I right. Trump wasn't even at Mar-a-Lago. Was he destroying documents via remote? Right. You know, via and, Zoom, you know. And Megan, let me ask you this. Um, why are they why are they what is their end game? Because I can't come up oh, with I mean, an end game here. You know, other than with Trump. What? With Trump, they just want to stop him from running again. He's growing yeah, in power. I know. I know they wanted I him to go away. They loved January 6th because they thought it was the end of him politically. They were counting on it. And he's but, risen. He's risen again. And he's getting stronger by the day. And his endorsed candidates are winning. And he's beating DeSantis at the CPAC straw polls by a mile. And they're scared. Right. But hear me out. They don't have it. I mean, maybe they do. You know, maybe they find Kathy Griffith's head in in his safe. And, you know, it would be ironic, uh, but also a crime. So maybe they have that. Um, but I don't think they do. And if they knew they didn't really have anything, they knew this wasn't really going to go anywhere. What are they doing? This was a I think a there's a good chance that it was almost like a PR strategy. They couldn't convince the American people that the half of the country were January 6th insurrectionists that want to kill everybody and just hate everybody that's different. They couldn't do it. In fact, the trials as they were going on, I think the the people that believed that it was, uh, you know, that that, you know, all the people on the right are like that was like 46 percent. That number during the trial went down to like 37 percent. So it wasn't working. I think their real goal on this particular raid when you can't find extremists, make them. Mm -hmm. And I think they are just trying to push our buttons, hoping yeah. that somebody does something really stupid. They want to foment violence. No, they I love this to. theory. I love this theory. It's very interesting to me because they're you know, they are suddenly drawing attention to rhetoric online about attacks or war mm -hmm. or what have you something, you know, they, they only care about it when it's against you know, when it's like a, a group of Trump supporters, right? Obviously, as I Correct. pointed out earlier, they don't care if you're harassing or trying to kill Justice Kavanaugh or, or one of the other Supreme Court. Anybody judges. else. That, that's no problem for them. Um, but I do think just just a word on the before we get to sort of fomenting violence, which is part of the plan, they want him gone. And if they have to get him Al oh, yeah. Capone like, right, whether it's taxes through Letitia James or, you know, what misstatements on his forms or the equivalent of a tax violation, keeping the classified documents in his house. They'll do that. I do. I do think this is about January 6th and trying to find the evidence of intent. But let's say it's about getting the classified documents. As you know, there was a lot of chatter 
amongst Democrat politicians and pundits, media types yesterday about there was gleeful chatter about uh, Section 2071 of the Classified Records, the Presidential Records Act, which says you can't keep the, the, the classified documents at your house after you leave the office. And it's, it says this 2071 says uh, a convicted party under this section can be fined or imprisoned, not more than three years or both, and shall forfeit his office and be disqualified from holding any office under the United States. So they're not, they're not pausing to say, OK, maybe um, Merrick Garland and the FBI are misusing this statute with a whole goal of disqualifying. They're, they're skipping over it the politicization Mm -hmm. of the DOJ Mm -hmm. and the FBI and going right to Mm -hmm. great. Yes, let's do it. Mark Elias, Clinton's campaign lawyer. This guy, Mm -hmm. he pushed the Steele dossier. He's already, as Jonathan Turley was pointing out in his uh, website today, may have lied about he's been sanctioned in court for his conduct. He, another guy named Harry Lippman, suggesting this is the plan of the DOJ to end Trump's political career. Quote, so this could be the whole enchilada in terms of DOJ resolution. They don't care so, no. that it's being politicized. So, but, they just want the ends justifying the means. So what is the end game here? I've played this out. So let's say that's what they're doing. OK. So let's play this out and just look at all of the different possibilities. You do that. Do you think that Ron DeSantis is not going to run? Because mm-hmm. he will absolutely run. And he's methodical. And he's not as easy as a target. So you think you can either buy him off, which I haven't seen any evidence of that, um, or you can destroy him. I don't see anybody on the left that could do get that done. Um, so that doesn't seem right. You don't have Donald Trump. Do you think Donald Trump is going to do one of three things? Remain quiet and just drop out of sight. <laughs> Two. Uh, become a very big ad- advocate for Ron, uh, become a very big advocate for Ron DeSantis and the Republican Party uh, or say the whole damn thing is dirty and I'm starting my own thing and he just splits us up again. I think that's the more likely scenario because people will say the damn Republicans didn't do it darn thing. They didn't do anything to stop this. They weren't even outspoken on it. Where was Mitch McConnell? You have such low approval ratings in the voters like me of the Republicans. I haven't called my myself a Republican since Reagan, but now they're worthless. They're worthless. I this really think this is why you this, and I always get along. Yeah, they they they. The left always comes up with these great evil, but great ways to where no matter what happens, they win. And I think they are betting that if they get him out, he's then off the hook. I saw him at CPAC and there was one place he he was really, really good. And you could tell, I mean, I, I watch him differently than other people. And this is the second speech that I've stood behind him. And so I watch him, I watch his body language and I watch how he's looking and who he's looking at in the audience. And um, he was he was fishing. He was like, I'm throwing this out and I want to see what what's the reaction. Um, When he started talking about abolishing agencies like the um, 
Department of Ed. The place went wild. So he's he's fishing now. And uh, he he is he got to one place in his speech where he said um, uh, he, he got off prompter and he said, you know, they went after my son, my son, who wasn't doing anything that Joe Biden's son is doing or Nancy Pelosi's mm. son. And they knew that it was a lie. We now know they knew it was a lie. So they came after me and my family. They went after my son and they didn't care about him just to get their way. And I thought, this is wildly personal, wildly personal. He's not going to stop. You get him out and he can't run. What do you suppose he's going to do? And Go by the away? way, you're not going to use 2071 to get him out because the Constitution sets the requirements for one who is running for president, not some statue, not the Presidential Records mm. Act that cannot override the the U.S. Constitution. I think there will be a massive legal battle. And I well, believe this Supreme Megan, Court will not will not say you can alter the Constitution by a statute in this way. Explain explain this, because you're smarter than I am. You understand this stuff more than I do. Barack Obama left with 30 million documents and sent them to a warehouse in Chicago. Nobody seemed to have a problem with it. The president decides what is secret, what's not, what he's going to take, what's not. This has been up in the air and back and forth since Nixon. 15 he, boxes does not it, seem. That's what makes this different. It's like people, you know, Hillary Clinton has got She's driving people to her website now to raise money for her pet causes, her political causes um, with her. But her emails cap and T-shirts, apparently they're sold out of the caps, but you can still get a T-shirt if you would like one. Um, and so she's mocking the whole thing like, oh, you know, oh, they made fun of me. You know, they came after me for my emails. But look at what Donald Trump is doing. There's there's a difference. The secretary of state cannot declassify anything. But the president of the United States can declassify can. everything. So yeah, but, we don't but, know whether but, he's done that or whether maybe he did it and he did it imperfectly. But that's the difference, at least one of them, between their two situations. That and if I found out that in those 15 boxes of documents, there were things that should have been classified and um, he didn't declassify or didn't do it the right thing, but he went the added step before you take that out of the White House. I want you to cut off the top secret on the bottom. OK, I want you to cut off the classification that says I can't take that. That's what Hillary did in the yeah, skiff. That's right. They she would did. they were stealing those documents. That's different than a president who can declassify anything he wants. And even even if I mean, this was his southern White House. Yeah. Oh, CIA wait, people, the everybody, Times. they have classified documents at the House. Maggie Haberman of The New York Times, who, you know, is writing a book on Trump and is a Trump yeah. antagonist, was talking about how, well, you use Mar-a-Lago. You, you got people walking around down there. You know, you got people coming in at the club. I don't remember that kind of concern when it was Hillary's server that was no. accessible no. by God knows who foreign governments. Right. Like it was completely poo pooed as a non story because they wanted her to win the election. Now that it's Donald Trump, you know, you got everybody and anybody just, I guess, meandering by President Trump's safe and Melania's closet. And Ridiculous. suddenly the New York Times is and, concerned. Yeah, go ahead. 
And, and the the other thing on this is the uh, the ridiculous charge that he was flushing things down the toilet. Yeah, I've seen the pictures. Okay. Yep. So he's got secret classified documents, things that he was trying to hide, and he's such a brilliant, stupid criminal that he goes and he takes it and he rips it up takes it into the toilet, throws it there, and then doesn't flush. He just yeah. leaves it there. Well, like it might like, have blown back by some blue back. Right. Right. And he, and, he didn't and flush it's like, the second time. Sorry, Mr. President, me and my camera have to go to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> I mean, come on. This is ridiculous. Plus, it's like God knows what was on those notes. Why? The one has President Trump's handwriting all over it. So it truly could. I was saying yesterday, it could have been like, don't forget to take the little blue pill. And then he was right. like, I'm not turning that over to the National Archives. Like, right. Who the but hell was on there? There, I saw some uh, I saw some uh, things back and forth yesterday online, and I haven't done any investigation, so I don't know. But his E's, his R's, his letters are different. His handwriting is different than what that appeared to be. I don't know what was Photoshop, what wasn't. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, maybe it was yeah. like teenage girl, you know, Mrs. Doug Brunt, Mrs. Douglas Brunt, Mrs. <laughs> Who just... knows me? Like Kim Jong-un. They said it was love letters between Kim Jong-un today <laughs> oh, my... with a heart around it. Who the hell knows? The speculation is absurd. We don't know what we're seeing, right. but we're doing 25 news stories based on this one photo of we don't of a toilet. Wait, stand by. There's a lot to get to, including <laughs> I want to talk about Nancy Pelosi, who yesterday had the nerve to come out and say, no one is above the law. OK, all right. We'll talk about husband Paul in two minutes when we come back with Glenn Beck, who is here for the full show. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. So, Glenn, Nancy Pelosi, who doesn't regret anything about her trip to Taiwan, by the way, I should. She, she's not going to pay any price for it, um, gave an interview to the Today Show and, and, and on MSNBC yesterday and was asked about the, the raid at Mar-a-Lago. And this is how she responded with respect to now I'm being above the law. I just want to mention House Republican leader, your counterpart, Kevin McCarthy, put out a statement responding to the search. And he said, in part, when Republicans take back the House, we will conduct immediate oversight of this Justice Department. Attorney General Garland, preserve your documents and clear your calendar. Do you have a response? Well, first of all, I think the Democrats are going to win the House. We've been prepared for it uh, for a long time. And now with what what's happening with Roe v. Wade and... Uh, the legislation that we are passing, I think that uh, whatever it, the leader is saying is probably idle. But nonetheless, uh, we believe in the rule of law, and that's what our country is about. And no person is above the law, not even oh. the president of the oh. United States, not even a former president of the United States. If we only when? actually believed that. I, this is, you know, you were bringing up but her emails. 
This is what drives people out of their mind. This is all people want. It's the same thing we were talking about in 2008. We want transparency. Transparency. We want to know if you're a bad guy, I don't care what party you're from. I want you to go to jail because that's the only way we stop corruption. This woman whose husband, whose son is involved, not to the extent of Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, the 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 graft and just the possibility of someone um, uh, holding him up and blackmailing him, it, dad, who's in in uh, in Congress. Let me give you um, uh, Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell is making money in China. He's got a sweet deal. I want all of it to stop. If you don't go to jail for something that you did that I would go probably for the rest of my life, there is no equal justice. You're talking to me. You actually have the balls. You run the Capitol Police. You are keeping people in jail without charge. You're you're trumping everything up. You're lying about it. Look, I was not for January 6th. I'm still not for January 6th. For a week before, I was saying, don't go. We can't have any violence. It's suicide. So what happens? They're putting those people in jail. They're making grandmas pay. And they let thousands of people who were looting, destroying over a billion dollars in damage to our cities. And you were bailing them out. Yep. Don't talk to me about equal justice. Don't talk to me about the rule of law. This is the biggest problem in America. There are two systems of justice and everybody else has to play by these rules. And then people like Nancy Pelosi. And if Donald Trump were guilty of something, I would be the first to say impeach him. I'd be the first to say arrest him. But you don't have anything. You mm -hmm. don't have anything. Well, and at some point, at some point, it needs to stop. I mean, just a word on the, yes. the Trump investigations. At some point, you've taken enough shots and you've essentially waived your right to continue taking shots. You've lost yes. the faith in the American people. We can see it's crossed over into persecution. It's too late for this. You can't keep doing this. We we You're were open minded on uh, we, we, we listened on impeachment one. We listened right. on impeachment two. We we're forced to listen on January 6th primetime committee hearings, even though he had no defense. It's done. It's done. I'm, I, I am over being open minded. Let's see what the F. No, yeah, I don't no. need to see what the FBI had unless they emerge out of there. Like you said, with Kathy Griffin's head, then I will pay attention. But otherwise, I have lost my open mindedness on what these officials see, may finally try to dig up on him. They don't care. They're going in. They may not. They may have known for sure. Absolutely. Positively. There's nothing there. They're going in and they're letting it hang out there and it will convict him in the yeah. minds of their followers. The process who just the believe one thing. They raided his house. They went in and took whole boxes of stuff. Who knows what were in those boxes? Who knows if he, he got rid of some of the things that they were really looking for? There is no end to this. No, this is just ending. a PR move. That's it. So let, let's talk about uh, Nancy Pelosi for a second. It's just mm. a little dive into her situation with her husband. I mean, she has got some nerve. Her 
husband right now, looking at the cameras now and it's about the law. Can I tell you, Paul Pelosi, as most people know, was pulled over for DWI uh, or DUI uh, and decided to show his little uh, police support card. It was his uh-huh. California Highway Patrol Foundation card, which you're not allowed to do if you support that group. There's a stipulation in their bylaws that says you, you try to use that to get out of jail free. You're out. We, we don't want your support. Can I tell you, for the first wow. time in 30 years, I was pulled over in the past year, Glenn, for speeding. And my brother is a cop. I worked at the Fox News Channel for 14 years. I've been very defensive of law enforcement on a lot of this nonsense that is said about them. Did I play one of those cards? And by the way, I'm a big donor to the groups like this as well. Did I show yeah. a card? I, did I show uh-huh. my brother's badge, which, you know, he, he whatever. No, I did not mention any of that. I didn't play the privilege card, unlike Paul Pelosi. I went to court and I dealt with it there. And by the way, I, I did fine. <laughs> but Paul Pelosi not only tried to play the privilege card, but now he gets charged with two misdemeanors where if you are Paul Smith, you're getting charged with a felony. That is a felony almost without question. And already watchdogs, nonpartisan watchdogs are saying, this smacks of sm- special treatment and it's wrong. So I don't want to hear her lectures. And by no. the way, same guy, this is from the New York Post in just last month, J- July, same guy, Paul Pelosi has been killing it in the stock market in recent years, according to disclosure forms that just came out. His latest home run snapping up between one million and five million in shares of the computer chip darling NVIDIA. I think that's how you say it mm-hmm. um, on June 17th. His timing once again was impeccable. He executed the trades just as Congress moves closer to passing tens of billions of dollars in corporate welfare subsidies for U.S. semiconductor production. That's great news for NVIDIA and shareholders like Paul Pelosi. Since his bet, shares have risen nearly 10 percent. By my math, he could have pocketed a quick five hundred thousand dollars. His wife is one of the richest members of Congress. She she has an estimated net worth of more than a worth of more than a hundred million dollars on an annual salary of about what a lucky guy. What a lucky, lucky guy. Who would have seen that coming? By the way, (laughs) did you know that her son was on the state plane when she went overseas? Yes. He was was dropped off. He was doing business over there. Ah! He's never held a job in his life. Another hunter. He's he's another. Well, I mean, hunters in a special category. I don't know if there were Russian hookers involved. Yeah. But I mean, this is Listen, crazy. You're being too hard on the Pelosi family. She's long wanted to go there. She can see China from her house, or at least she saw it when she was <laughs> digging in the sand. Soundbite 10 is a must do. Stand by. When I was a little girl, I was told at the beach, if I dug a hole deep enough, we would reach China. So we've always <laughs> felt a con- connection there. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God, Glenn. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who are these people? Who are Oh, my gosh. Who who could even watch this and say, I'm proud of my vote. I'm proud of my vote. Yep. You know, I voted the right way when I voted her in. I did. Who are these people? I don't. They're supposed to represent us. I I mean, I know we have bad people, crooked people. But are there uh, really is this fewer dumb people? Could we get fewer dumb dum-dums in oh there oh my gosh and i don't know is she and then this is an honest question is she hammered all the time mm, or is mm. she losing it is she question. becoming a joe biden where she's just because there are times where i'm like you're either hammered mm-hmm. or it's time to maybe you know go home 
Nancy. Mm. Mm. Or maybe like too much Botox in like the lower portion of the face, which can really know. freeze up. It's like a... it can interfere with speech. Oh, you should never gosh. mess with the lower portion of your face when it comes to Botox. These are lessons you'll learn. Is you <laughs> yeah. have to be an old lady, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought that uh, I thought that was fake when I first read about that China, you know, digging to China. It's like, who hasn't used that stupid joke? Oh, no. Like with your kids you at the beach when they're digging. That's a freaking right. joke. That's not that. Right. This is not right. a real thing, Nancy. This is not wh why, why we go and we irritate the Chinese over Taiwan and we have our Yas Queen moment. Then <laughs> come back and be like, That's, no regrets, a childhood dream. I, I was a kid and I had a bucket in the beach. And that's why I thought I got to go to China someday and possibly start a nuclear war because I feel <laughs> that kinship from the that is insane. But this is the same war woman who stood in front of a bunch of uh, priests and she said, you know, I've always been I've asked I've been asked all kinds of stuff. But, you know, the the number one question that people ask me is, what is what is my favorite word? And my favorite word is the word. Okay. Uh, I do. God I almighty. That. First of all, the oh, it's, uh, it's and first of all, it's two words, not one. It's two words. And <laughs> do you really think people are coming up to her? And no. asking her, what's your favorite word? Because I know, no. Megan, we've had so many conversations where we've just concentrated on your favorite word or my favorite <laughs> word. Good heavens. Kavetti, that's mine. <laughs> All right, Glenn, <laughs> stand by. There's so much more to go over. We All are right. going to talk about the 87,000 IRS agents that are about to come your way. Don't worry. It's only for the rich. Really? Mm, really? We'll take that up. Uh, and don't forget, you can watch and listen to the Glenn Beck Show and the Megan Kelly Show right here on Triumph 111 on Sirius XM. Uh, you can also check out our show on YouTube.com slash Megan Kelly, where we are closing in on half a million subscribers as we approach our first year on YouTube. So that's good. We would love the support. We appreciate it. Go on over there and subscribe for clips and for the full show and help us reach half a million. That would be a nice way to close out the summer. We appreciate it. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Let's spend a minute on the media. They're so happy. They, like, that is, it's Christmas in August to see the FBI raiding Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago compound. They couldn't give two dams how they get them. Just get them and get rid of him. And case in point, you won't be surprised to see Rachel Maddow, who talked <laughs> about this moment as if it was the we won World War II holding up the newspaper, you know, iconic photo. 
here she is putting, you know, her spin on the perspective you should have on, on that radio watch. Tomorrow is the day when you're going to want to buy the physical copy of the newspaper. You're going to want to buy it and fold it carefully, maybe put it in a little archival paper or parchment if you don't have that. You might, depending on how saucy you're feeling, you might want to just note perhaps in archival ink in the margin of tomorrow's paper, note anniversary of Richard Nixon's resignation as president. I mean, the reason you might buy tomorrow's paper is because if the world doesn't collapse into ash by then, your grandkids' grandkids someday are going to look at that old physical newspaper you were able to save from August 9th, 2022, and they are going to goggle at the thought of what your life must have been like. Mm-hmm. Oh my they God! Are. They are. Help me. Uh, she, she is. Uh, she's always been remarkable. Um, you know, I go back to what we were talking about last hour, Megan, on um, how they project. Um, your kids are going to. I've said this for a long time. Give your children and your grandchildren something to be proud of. That when fascist or communists, or anyone that wanted to take away the rights of the people and put it in the hands of the experts, whenever they came around, you stood up, you fought against it, you took the arrows, you took the slings, you were the one that was made fun of, you were the one that was called names, they tried to run you out of society, maybe they did, maybe I lost my job for it, but my grandparents, they stood, give your kids that opportunity with Rachel saying this about Donald Trump, where is her party leading America? Where is it? Is it becoming a better place or a worse place? When I mean that, what I mean by that is a more free place. Are children going to be freer or less free? Because what she talks about, the kind of America they want, is one where people like her, you know, the people who know, they, yes, of course, we're going to control their lives over there because they don't get it. You know, mm-hmm. they don't believe in global warming. No, I, I believe in global warming. I just think you're avoiding all of the things that could help on global warming because of politics. I'm, I'm all for nuclear energy. I'm for hydrogen. Th- those would work. You instead are using all of these things for more control. Uh, I think her her children or grandchildren or nieces and nephews or whoever, I think they're going to look back on this time uh, in uh, 50 years and go, oh, my gosh. I think they're going to say, what? Huh? What happened? This is not going to amount to anything. (laughs) They're going to be like, stop boring me with these stupid old yellow newspaper uh, articles. First, you made me read one about (laughs) Cassidy Hutchinson, and now you're making me read this one? (laughs) Just let me live my life. (laughs) I pity her poor grandchildren. So, yeah, the media is excited. and But I do want to get back to the Swalwell line. We've heard it from people like Scarborough. GOP is violent and we're going to see more violence, by the way, yeah. on your point about the fascists. Scarborough was making the point about the Republicans being the fascists. Here was uh, uh, here's what he said. This. this is from his uh, show yesterday. Soundbite five. This thing that this GOP represents under its current leadership. Is now increasingly more dangerous than it's ever been. And you know that why? is that is profoundly important to understand right now. You know why? 
because they're fascists, like people that are making the threats, the people that helped Donald Trump on January 6th, the people that were talking about coming to, to D.C., that it was going to be crazy, that it was going to, wild, going to be wild, they were going to charge the cap. They're fascists. And so they're making fascist threats, and we need to do what the United States has always done. Uh, we need to confront fascism and, and defeat it. So everybody that's freaking out over fascists being fascists, well, guess what? That's what fascists do. Oh, my God. Who Except they don't that? have any idea. First of all, the Great Reset is fascistic. It is the textbook definition of fascism. Um, it, the president is talking about public-private partnerships. He is in a public-private partnership with Twitter and Facebook. We know this. They call each other. <clears throat> How can we help you, Mr. President? I need you to silence these voices. That is textbook fascism. What they're doing with the 87,000 IRS agents, that is textbook fascism. They, they have no idea what that is. There was an article today that came out um, from the Washington Post. Today is war. That's all you'll get on today's show. Right wing po podcaster Stephen Crowder announced to his two million followers on uh, Twitter. Uh, 9.42 p.m. Monday, Charlie Kirk, leader of the conservative group Turning Point USA, held its annual gala at Mar-a-Lago, tweeted, the people who did this want to stoke civil conflict. Don't fall for it. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Sounds like a fascist. No, 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 no. Neither of them do. Neither of them do. When you are trying to stifle anyone who disagrees with you, that should be a sign maybe you're leaning towards fascism. I never want to stifle anybody's point of view. I, I, if anybody, I just tell my children this all the time. Anybody who ever tells you, don't read that, don't look into that, oh, don't pay attention, disregard them. Read that book. Read that book. Read the books that they also say you should read. Read everything you can get your hands on. The only way we make actual progress is to debate and discuss and to throw out crazy ideas. These people, the real fascists today, and it's, it's not just fascism, it is a religion. It is truly a religion. This wokeism, uh, the religion of the planet, all of this stuff, it is telling you, don't question. You can't ask. You can't, you can't violate and step out of line one inch or you will too be burned at the stake. I don't understand how Americans don't see that. And one other thing on this clip. When you label somebody fascist and you are uh, talking about them as a whole group of people, I, I try to stay away from Democrats. Leftists, true Marxist leftists, are in a completely different category than, than the Democrats. And that's why I keep asking, where are the good Democrats that I know exist in the center of the country, on the coast, that don't want any part of stifling people, don't want any part of any of this stuff? Where, at what point are they going to go, ooh, wow, uh, that's not what I thought they were talking about. Mm, they're starting bad. to. I think, I think there's, there are a lot of good Democrats out there who have had it with this nonsense and COVID pushed them over the edge. You know, the nonstop. We just, 
the the three doctors who did the Great Barrington Declaration, you know, that called for focused yeah. protection. Let's focus on the old people. Why are we closing mm -hmm. schools and so on? They just filed a lawsuit against the government saying you coordinated you Fauci, the NIH, the Biden administration. You coordinated with these online social media companies to stifle us, to stop our yeah. point of view from getting out there. I mean, it's right. in the emails between Fauci and Collins at the NIH saying like they need to be silenced. We need to make basically pariahs out of these guys. That is fascism. They, these are Stanford, Harvard, um, I don't know what Berkeley, whatever physicians who yeah. had a different point of view that was shut down because our overlord Fauci decided it was too dangerous to be allowed. You can't when the yeah. government interferes like that. That's a first speech, a First Amendment free speech yes. violation. And, and, and I'll tell you, Megan, what's amazing is I just read a study from the uh, NIH over in England. Uh, there was another study in Sweden and another one in Finland about mm -hmm. uh, this gender affirming care. The trans and thing, I've, yes. Yeah. And I have never seen anything so sad, pathetic and telling as uh, as when they said this must stop. And we have to reevaluate everything we're doing. Um, it only in the most extreme cases can we look to anything other than care and, and psychiatric care. And, and when you get past all of that and it's an extreme case, then maybe we'll consider. But it's all got to stop. Yeah. The medical and, transitioning of minors. Yeah. It should stop. It should stop. Stop. Uh, and they were talking about how the new studies are out and it shows that they were wrong on the first study. It, it, things have changed in society. And uh, it said, um, however, the Americans are doubling down. We cannot go the way of the Americans. When Sweden, who has always been held up as the perfect dream medical uh, society, when they're coming out and Finland and England are saying the same thing and we act like Sweden didn't exist during covid, that they were mm -hmm. crazy, but then they just disappeared. We didn't even talk about them anymore. And when you have Europe looking over to us and saying this society is starting to push poison out, it's really dangerous. Don't do it. That that should be a little more jaw dropping to the average mm -hmm. American. And it's not it? like you're talking about how. You know, you should really go with Lipton instead of Nestle iced tea. Right. You know, it's we're talking about the the well-being and health, mental and otherwise, of children. You, you can't get this wrong. It's the violation in many ways of the Nuremberg laws. You you cannot take experimental things and in the case of covid force it on the people. You can't force them to take something experimental. Our government did that with these COVID mm -hmm. vaccines. And, uh, and let's, still let's assign all of the best intentions to everybody. At some point, there's enough evidence that, wait a minute, wait a minute, this is not exactly what we thought it was. That should have been lifted immediately. They're still going full force while Europe is saying, no one under 18 is to take this. There's just right. too many risks of taking it and not enough risk of not taking it. Right. And even when they give it for a long time, they were saying, well, we'll give it at a 10 cc, whatever the, the, the level is, and not a 30 for children. And over here, like, no, you will have the full dose twice without considering that science that's led them to push for the lower doses. 
And it's it's like, oh, are you going to be there? If something, God forbid, were to happen to my child, would you be there for me? No, you wouldn't. And you know what you would do? You'd kick him out of the trial size that you were using if you're Pfizer. You wouldn't report him as a negative result. And you would say that I was a lunatic when I tried to post about it on VAERS. We all know that's how they operate. The trust is gone. You know, what's what's uh, what's frightening about that trust is it's gone absolutely everywhere. And so if something else comes up, they're going to have to force people to do it because who's going to trust anyone? And this is where I think the average American really is on almost everything. Look, if if uh, if they were doing experiments over in Wuhan and they would have come out immediately and said, "Okay, we were doing gain of function, you know, uh, and it got out. And if this is a mistake, I think Americans would not have wanted to, you know, tie him to a stake. There would have been consequences, but I don't think we would have tied him to a stake when they have lied about the origins of this and uh, and lied repeatedly and destroyed everyone and then lied about the testing and the research uh, and and, you know, tried to hold it for 75 years and then forced everybody along the way. You lose your goodwill. And on top of it, Americans don't believe that we're ever going to stop and look back and go, okay. Who did what was right? No. Who did what was wrong? There's and zero punish the people who did right and Mm-mm. exonerate the people um, or punish the people who did wrong and exonerate the people who were who were right. Mm-mm. No, I mean, from from the fact that nobody got fired after Afghanistan to the fact that nothing, the second largest teachers union just reelected Randy Weingarten. They, they want the same mistakes repeated. Clearly, yep. they're not they're either not upset about them. Or they just don't care because party affiliation is more important to them. But what you're saying, Glenn, brought up something I wanted to talk to you about. So the trust is gone. Trust in institutions that we never used to question. The NIH, the FBI, um, for the left, the Supreme Court. Um, and, And I think about it with respect to Trump because I do think his chances of winning improve greatly this week. I don't think they'll be able to disqualify him. I don't think he's going to be convicted of a crime. I don't think he's going to be charged with the crime. And I don't think they've if they did. They've they made him. him into a martyr. hundred percent. So his chances are better than they've than they've ever been. Yep. And I understand that. And I understand the need to put him back in there. And, you know, virtually every Republican or independent. Well, at least Republican would vote for him over over Biden. The swing voters reportedly preferred DeSantis. But in yep. any event. Let's say it's Trump who gets the nomination. If they don't have DeSantis as an option, they're going to choose Donald Trump over Joe Biden. Then what? Oh, yeah. The left, like, I worry about what they're going to like. They accuse the Republicans of being the party of chaos and wanting to foment violence, as you pointed out earlier. I don't know what they'll do if Donald Trump actually wins this next presidential run. So, Megan. Um, we've talked about this before and, and I have, I've looked insane mainly because my timing is all screwed up. I I thought this was going to happen a long time ago. My timing is all screwed up, but this is what I was talking about when we were at Fox, the complete breakdown of top down, bottom up, inside out, that you have enough people in the government that are for a revolution 
and they're working and coordinating with people down on the ground and everybody is in chaos, at some point, the, the top starts to come down, the people rise up, and the average person says, just make it stop. We're at that point right now, and they know it. This, this is the way these things happen over and over and over again. And you have to add on top of it now the impoverishing of the American people. Yeah. These yeah. 187, that, that is, the com com combination is now about 160,000 uh, IRS agents. That's about the size of our entire National Guard. That is a personal administrative police force. Why does the Department of Education need ARs? Why, why do they need those? Why are, are all of these agencies? I mean, I understand it with maybe, you know, the FBI and uh, the Department ATF. of uh, or the um, you know, the, the alcohol, tobacco and firearms. I get it. Border Patrol. Sure. The Department of Education, the IRS. Why? And if you understand the Great Reset, it's so clear their goal is to sell as a good thing by 2030. Now, think of this. This is a goal they set out two years ago. So it's not like it was way, way you know, back. Two years ago, they said by 2030, you will own nothing and you will like it. Well, my thought when I first read mean? that was that's crazy. It's not going to Who said that where specifically? Uh, who said that? Yeah. Uh, that's Klaus Schwab. Just go to worldeconomicforum.org uh, or com, whatever it is, and look at their ads for the Great Reset. You will own nothing and you will be happy by 2030. You. You can't just get people to change their minds on ownership that fast. You have to impoverish them. If you look at what we're doing, let me look at the way we are spending. We, we sell all of our strategic, not all, but we sell a good deal of our strategic oil reserves. We send it overseas and everything else. That's strategic oil reserves at a time when they're talking about, oh, you know what? Uh, they might use nukes. What are we doing? We keep the strategic oil reserve. Okay, but he wanted to lessen the price of gas. Sure. Then he, he releases all of this, a million barrels a day until October. And then he says, I'm going to also start buying oil. Now, we bought that oil at $2 a barrel. Or I mean, uh, yeah, $2 when it was $2 a gallon. We're buying it now at 4 and $5 a gallon, and we're putting that oil in there. So the government has taken away your ability through inflation and everything else, your ability to buy gasoline and go do the things you want to do. And they've become the number one buyer and they're buying it at a higher price, which is coming again from you. They're controlling these things like chips. I'm all for, we, yes, we should, we should make our own medicine, our own chips, we should be independent as much as we can, still be part of a global community, but make important things also here. The government has now decided what chips, who's going to make them, they're going to spend all of the money on it. Well, who's directing this now? Is it the free market or is it the government? The government is becoming the buyer and the biggest buyer in the world. 
They will set the agenda of what's made, what's sold, what's not by taking our money and spending it and not having us be able to spend. I, I here's where I di differ from you, and I get the World okay. um, Economic Forum and the Great Reset, and we're going to rebuild from COVID. And we're going to be green, and we're going to have ESG. The corporations are going to be woke, and it's going to be this left wing utopia. But when you talk about like, I, and I hadn't heard that about the Department of Education getting seven, giving getting guns, but uh, this is where I I wind up getting confused. I can't. These government bureaucrats are not smart enough to run a decent health care program or transportation mm -hmm. program or tax program. How on earth could it could they ever coordinate a massive reset of the American way of life or use guns or force to actually ever take over individual businesses or the, like there's no master I plan that's coordinated to decimate the economy. It's I think I think it's their left wing beliefs in this weird utopia that just lead them to do these policies that are detrimental. I think that is the average person. But may I ask you a huge favor? Please mm. read my book. When you read my book, then we should have a conversation. But that is not my opinion. That's all of their words. I mean, Vivek Ramaswamy is, was just on today. He started yeah, a new fund for our uh, energy sector. It's the same as BlackRock's and the same as Vanguard, same mm -hmm. companies. But what Vanguard and, uh, and BlackRock have done is they've taken the voice of the shareholder yeah. and they've done it at the state level. So when Texas decides to invest its retirement funds, it goes to Vanguard or BlackRock yeah. and they have given them their, their voice with each share. And so these companies are coming in, Vanguard and BlackRock, and they are controlling these companies because they have enough shares and they're all saying, you're going to get out of the oil business. Yes, okay? they're saying you're not getting our money unless you are, your social views are exactly what we want them to be. And that means pro-renewables, pro-Black Lives Matter, pro-trans yes. medical care for, t for minors and so on. Like they'll right. pick the social issues that are important to them. And then they, the, the, these guys have got the corporations by the you know what. Right. And so what uh, Vivek is doing is he's trying to use the capitalist free market system yes. against them. He's Even saying, look, for good. I'm I'm going to be saying you put your money in the same companies, um, but you put them through us. Our voice is do what's right for your company and the country. Make an excellent company. And, oh, and, and by the way, it's what DeSantis just announced in Florida, yes. where he's saying to all the state funds, you may not consider anything other than shareholder value when making your investments. Correct. Try to get us the, the biggest return you can when you're using Correct. our pension money uh, to make investments until the people collect on it. And and he tried to dis discourage other outside businesses, not just the state run um, from doing that in Florida. But there's a real question about whether I think that's going to hold up because that's him sort of oh. internally inside Florida. It'll hold up. But when he's trying to tell other corporations, you can't use those criteria inside Florida. It's like free speech, please you know, read, black, please, black rock no. can do. No, I don't need to read your book to know the law. Black rock can do what but, it wants to do. Yes, it can. But not when it's colluding with other uh, other banks, other hedge funds and with the government. That's when it gets. This is not the free market system.
This is collusion with the government and an industry, a whole industry of. Well, they uh, are pushing the Biden administration's agenda. That is true. I mean, that's yeah. that's one of, the, it, one of the problems. It's really it's 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 very well done. And I'm not saying that they're going to accomplish these things. The more people understand what their goal is and how it works. I mean, honestly, Megan, I, I don't think they can accomplish uh, what they do. I think they can accomplish it for a little while, which will, for instance, why are all the farmers overseas protesting? That they are being told through ESG and the Great Reset people in each country, you can no longer use this kind of fertilizer. That's well, right. that produces a third of our crops. We lose a full third of our crops if we don't use that fertilizer. Mm -hmm. And this kind of um, top down thinking with experts who are not actually in the game yep. will lead to starvation. People will die of heat. They'll die of of cold. It, it will kill a lot of people. It won't work in the end because it it, it, it can't work. There is a there. Uh, if you go to the World Economic Forum dot com or org, um, look up their food plan. It is a plan to transform the way the world grows its food. In their words, from seed to plate. What? And by 2030, 2035, you're going to completely redesign how our food is grown where our food is grown, how it is uh, harvested, how it's processed, how it is moved from place to place, who gets it, all of that. Th there are so many things that could go wrong, and especially with people who are doing it all top down and, and have such an ego, it's not going to work. But in the meantime, it's going to destroy so much. It's evil. It really is evil. Well, we've seen the preview in places like Sri Lanka in the Netherlands. That's it. Of where, of where that, that approach gets you, you. You go to the World Economic Forum and you will find, well, you would have found a story. I pointed it out the day that Sri Lanka was was kicking their guys out. Um, there was an article on the World Economic Forum that came out five years before and it laid out the entire plan. And the headline was how we're going to make Sri Lanka rich. And it hmm. was the model for the Great Reset. They did everything. And then those same people abandoned them. They wouldn't give them loans, nothing. They did exactly what they were told to do. They collapsed. And that, by the way, I was talking about it on the air. And within the hour, the World Economic Forum had removed that story oh, uh, wow. from their website. Well, it was like Black Lives Matter with its plan to destroy the nuclear family. I had an argument yes. online with some moron from MSNBC who was saying, that's not a goal. That's not a goal. I'm like, it's right yes, there on the website, which it was. And then shortly thereafter, it was gone because a lot of gone. people had started noticing it. Um, yeah, right. but the record is there. And I understand the goal is there. Uh, but I do, you know, notwithstanding all of that, I still wonder on a person to person basis, what would happen in this country if we reelected Trump? I, I, I understand the right oh, would be very too. disappointed if he didn't get it. But I think this will drive the left over the edge. I don't think they can handle it. I don't I genuinely don't know what to expect from them if he gets the nomination. Like I would genuinely fear for President Trump's life if he got the nomination and we're leading in the polls. Oh, I fear against for Joe it Biden. now. I fear for it now. Yes, um, but I 
this, it would be next level if he actually, you know, yeah. became the guy. The the polls. Uh, I mean, I have to tell you at CPAC, um, I wrote them down. The most recent one, right. Trump sixty nine percent, DeSantis twenty four percent. That's up from February, where Trump had fifty nine percent, DeSantis had twenty eight percent. So he's got basically seventy percent want Donald Trump. And yes, by the way, the January sixth hearing. Listen to this fascinating poll by Monmouth. Monmouth today came out yesterday. January 6th hearings have no impact on opinion. None. January I thought it actually a, made it go down. Maybe I saw another it, poll, but tiny, uh, tiny bits. But yeah. it's it's incredible when you look. OK, uh, January 6th was a riot before 65 percent believe that after only 64 percent. Now <laughs> it was an insurrection. Okay. Used to be 50 percent believed it. Now 52 uh, percent believe that uh, it was a legitimate pr- protest. 34% believe that before the hearings. Now 35% believe that, right? Like on and on it goes down the line. They've done nothing. So Trump nothing. grows. He grows in power. He becomes a martyr. He's ascending as we speak to the top of the party again. He is likely to be the Republican nominee. And with Joe Biden in the condition he's in, there's almost no chance. I don't even know if he'll make it physically and otherwise to a reelection, which and the Democrats chances go down once you go down the line of power. So so I'm worried let, I, without commenting I'm, on whether I think he should win or lose. I'm just worried. Let me ask you this. What happens to the country? Joe Biden, let's just say the Republicans take control of the House and the Senate. I don't think that's uh, I don't think that's out of the realm of possibilities, but I wouldn't count on it. Yeah, they now have impeachment power. Um, they start going after Hunter Biden. And I'm telling you, it, it's there. It, it, you can prove the linkage between Joe Biden, Hunter Biden and China and, and big Ukraine. guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's there. So they impeach him. OK, now your president is President Harris. God help us all. <laughs> I mean, I I don't even you know, when she sat last week and said, my name is Kamala Harris and my pronouns are and I'm the one at the end of the table wearing a blue suit. I thought, are we in you're probably too young to remember this. Are we in romper room? What is this? These people (laughs) are morons, morons, completely out of touch. Uh, What happens there? How do we get past that one? Um, and with Trump, you know, this and forgive me, Megan, I've been on the air since eight this morning. So if I've told this story, I know I told it once today. I don't know if I told it on your show, or my show, but so stop me if I have. Okay. Do you remember when I did the pendulum at Fox? Do you remember mm-hmm. that episode by any chance? Mm-hmm. I, I put so. a giant um, uh, pendulum from the ceiling at Fox and I swung it from left to right and I kept pushing it. On each side, we would push it a little harder and the swing would get wider and wider. And the average person is standing in the middle and they're looking at that going, I'm not over there, but I'm also not over there. The problem with this is as you continue to push the edges farther out, you're going to I I remember so many times saying it's not even about President Obama. If you push people this far, there's going to be a equal or greater reaction and response. And then when you put that person in, 
there's going to be an even greater or equal response on the other side. And this pendulum, at one point, one of the extremes just grabs it. And then it stops, and you've lost your freedom. There, we're at a place where there is no good answer other than an God and humbling ourselves and, and being righteous people worthy of freedom. I honestly don't know how we save this country except in scraps and bits. Um, but it can happen. I expect miracles, but only if we live a life where we're worthy of it. And honestly, only if we are part of the solution and adding more chaos is not it. I can't predict, uh, you know, I'm so torn. Uh, if I had my druthers, it would be uh, Ron DeSantis. Um, however, as I say that, there's a part of me that says, I don't know. I mean, I know he's up to the job. I see what he's doing. But Donald Trump said to me, Glenn, I knew I was up against it, but I didn't realize I would be fighting for my life, my family's life, every second of every day. Um, is Ron prepared to do what he has to do? And can he get the Republicans on board? You know, mm -hmm. I, I don't know if Trump can get the Republicans on board. You have to have the Republican Party or at least enough people on board just to be able to fire and clean house. Or you need a Congress that has a spine that will at least say, you know what, IRS, we're not giving you the money for the 87,000 people. And right. we want to see how you are cleaning house. We'll release money, but we have the power of the purse. You know what, Pentagon? Stop this woke business and start concentrating on wars. Otherwise, we're closing the purse. Department of Education, it's too late for you. We're just closing the purse. But <laughs> they need to do this in every single place. And that means it's going to mean massive firing. Yeah. So be it. Who Wouldn't has the balls to do it? Wouldn't that be great to see the, the ranks shrink instead of grow under a president and see the bureaucracies I, cut instead of fattened up? Stand by. I, I, I'm going to leave that okay. rhetorical question looming in the air. And then we're going to talk about IRS, inflation, and Joe Biden appearing to forget that he already shook hands with Chuck Schumer. We'll show you the tape. Don't go away. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. President Biden has been busy for him <laughs> lately. Uh, first, he went and celebrated the signing of his bipartisan CHIPS Act, which tries to make some semiconductors and related things back here in the United States, and appeared to forget that he had already shaken the hand <laughs> of Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. Here's a bit of that in case you missed it. Okay, there she's shaking, and, and he's going up and down the line, and... Yeah. Okay. Wait a minute. Why? I, 
I thought we were playing a game. I, I get a shake, and then you shake, and then I shake. We can keep going around in this circle. I knew what I was doing. What? Do I mean, every day it's we could sad. do these. I know it's really sad. I think his I think his family is abusive. I really do. I think this How is so? elderly abuse. What, just um, keep, I, well, it out I don't there. think he has a. He does not have a. A good relationship with his family. It's obvious through Hunter's emails that his mm. family is deeply screwed. Or up. Ashley's diary. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, but um, that this is when a family steps in. It should have happened, you know, before the election. It says, "Dad, Dad, please don't go out this way. Don't mm. go out this way. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a good reputation. Let's let's just enjoy each other as a family. Um, you know, you don't. You just don't enable this. And I, I think they. I think they helped push him. I mean, I don't think he needed much of a push, but yeah. somebody in the family should have said, Dad, it's well, time to know, take the keys away. Hunter Biden was like, hell yes, do it. I'm going to get to oh, cash yeah. in. All my deals yeah. are going to go up by, you know, extra figures. Well, here's the oh, other yeah. here's the other thing, the other example, Glenn. So he um, got out there to celebrate the fact that his Inflation Reduction Act got oh. you know, like hashtag part of the problem when you repeat it. Um he went out there to, t- to celebrate the fact that it passed in the Senate. You know, Kamala Harris cast the deciding vote. And listen to the end of this sentence in him touting it. Listen. Because of a number of things we got done on a bipartisan basis, like a billion, $200 million infrastructure project, like what we're doing today, what we passed yesterday, helping take care of everything from health care to God knows what else. That's the truest thing he's ever said. <laughs> I mean, God only knows whatever else <laughs> that he was telling the truth there. It's terrifying. Yeah, it is. I mean, that is the problem. These bills, they are so massive. Nobody has a chance to read any of them. This yeah. is worse than it ever has been before, because at least they used to go through hearings and committees. Now it's just all backroom deals. It's, mm. you know, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi. Mitch McConnell, they just go into a room, they pound it out that worse yet, they'll go to the experts, uh, you know, they'll go to these companies and say, what should we do? How could we help you? And those companies are looking out for themselves. I mean, this is how we have three um, uh, automobile makers, three major automobile makers up until Tesla in this country. We had Auburn, we had we had all of these great, great companies. We had two, um, uh, two extra tire companies, not just BF Goodrich and Goodyear. We also had others, and they were actually selling better tires at at lower prices. But because the government went to BF Goodrich and uh, and Goodyear and said, "What would be good on regulations for your industry?" They wrote regulations that the little guys couldn't handle yeah this is yeah. what's happening with these public private partnerships it's bad um the inflation reduction act um <laughs> i mean i guess we're just gonna have to say it. this is like their their evil trick bernie sanders says it's gonna have minimal a- impact on inflation at best only 12 percent of americans believe that it will actually reduce in- inflation so it's not working people see through it but they're gonna start to believe I mean, by the way, I mean, I, I don't want to skip pack, past the fact that I- inflation is still at record highs. We got the numbers today. It's not nine point one. It's eight point. Is it eight point six today? It's I think 8. it's eight point five. But here's 8. the important thing point. that people don't understand. Joe Biden came out and said we had zero inflation, zero percent right. inflation. 
total lie. He's skewing the numbers. But you have to understand year over year, it's not yes. month to month. So right. if you had a hundred dollars two years ago, it was a hundred and eight dollars. Okay. And now you add this number to it. Now it's not going down. It's now $114 to buy that thing that two years ago used to cost you a hundred. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's not at zero. The number yeah. is not going down the way they're saying it is. That's just, it's slowed down from the rapid ascent last year. Yeah. So, we, I mean, that we've covered and you, you and I had a great segment on inflation last time we were on. And as usual, most of your predictions have come true. Um, but the IRS thing really bothers me, really bothers me. Oh, yes. I know it bothers you, too. It's 87,000 agents. The the agency is swelling. They Charles C.W. Cook was making a great point in the editors the other day saying it's not like the criminal justice system where you actually have to do something to get sw- swept up into it. You know, oh, yeah. where like they have to show probable cause to come mess with you in your life. The IRS doesn't have to do any of that. They can just pick on you for whatever reason. And they will. Oh, yeah. And they have. Or it can just be some randomized, you know, numerical algorithm that targets right. you. But and then you, you know, have to prove your innocence. But you and I don't have to worry about it because we will use our money to hire the best lawyers and the best CPAs to defend us. It's people who don't have a lot of dough who are going to get screwed, who are going to get scared, who can't afford all of that. And as I was saying earlier, the process is the punishment for them. And the studies show that historically, even though Biden says we're only going to go after the billionaires, that's never the way it's worked. It's, they true. always target the low it's hanging fruit. Yeah, it's not true. You don't need 87,000 IRS agents for what, a thousand uh, billionaires if we're, you know, really being, um, you know, generous. Um, that's not what that's not what it is. And I do believe that there is a chance this slows down uh, inflation because of one aspect. You are going to be impoverished. You are going to have to spend more money defending yourself, more money in taxes, because they are going up over $40,000. You're going to pay higher taxes now because of this bill. So they're impoverishing you with taxes. Then they come out and say, hey, we need you to do this. You're going to have to spend money and time away from work and all of this stuff. And then on top of it, if you do have to pay, you're going to have to cough that money up. So that's all money that you can't put out on the things that you want or need to buy in the free market. So it will slow. Remember, this is what the Fed openly says they have to do. This is why you raise the interest rates. It's to slow people down, to slow the economy down. That means they need to slow the consumer down. That's all we are is the consumer. Now they're just hitting us with rates, with taxes, and uh, with intimidation through the IRS. The only reason why that won't uh, slow down the rate of inflation is because the government is just becoming the consumer. So the government's just going to spend all of this money and dump it out there, and it'll probably be more than what we would have spent as consumers in our most reckless times. Hmm. What? effect will it have if you have 87,000 new annoying IRS agents bothering middle America? I mean, is that the kind of thing It'll, that could drive votes? Oh, yeah, I think so. But more importantly, uh, when it's clear that you're targeting the enemy, you know, the political enemy, 
Um, mm-hmm. It's going to cause more stress. I mean, this is this is really not a good development. But, you know, just economically, it's going to make small business people just not want to just not want to do it anymore. I mean, how many doctors have you met that will just take cash? Not because All of they disagree with any. It's just like I can't do it. I can't do yep. all the paperwork required. Okay. That's the way this is going to affect us long term beyond the, yeah, target these people. Can you imagine having, well, you know what it'll be like? Anybody who wanted to keep their doors open during COVID, they'll get you one way or another. If they want yeah. you out, they'll get you. They'll get you. That's right. And it's it's not unrelated to Fed's raiding Mar-a-Lago. It's just lines being no. crossed that we used to think were uncrossable and distrust well, based on partisanship. With Donald Trump, that was exactly what happened. Also, as well, this week, the IRS, uh, a judge said, yeah, you have he's got to release all of his private taxes. Yep. Since when? What? Yep. They're just crossing these lines. And if they'll do it with the president. They don't care about you. You're a little teeny. You're not even a speed bump. It's truly like who the hell would want to run for office? Like, why does DeSantis want to do it? Why does Trump want to continue? To, like Trump's got set scores to settle and so on. But I, I just who would want to put themselves and their family through so this? I have an interview that's coming uh, released uh, tomorrow on Blaze and then on my podcast Saturday with Ron DeSantis. Okay. And um, oh, I want to hear, hear that. I, I I asked him, what drives you? What what is what? Why are you doing this? And he had a really good answer. Um, uh, And I I, I can't really sum it up better than better than he actually believes in something. And he is actually trying to uh, accomplish this and take away the tools for the next governor to get it back into line where it's constitutionally in line. Mm. And he believes it. Um, Before I let you go, our mutual friend Natasha is getting married this weekend. She works for the Blaze. She works for me now. Yeah. She used to work for me for years and years and years. And Natasha, she's getting married to James. I really want to meet him. He's got to go through me. And I've got people with guns. They, he ever does anything, mistreats you, makes you unhappy. Call dad. Call you dad. went to the dark place. No, she's <laughs> doing. Natasha, is it OK if I tell them what your theme is? Like, because Steve Krakauer gave me a heads up. OK, so she, I love this. She's getting married in a converted haunted house. And the theme is so gothic her. elegance. How amazing oh, is so that? So her. She left. <laughs> she left me. To go work for a film company that just made horror movies. And I'm like, I guess it does kind of make sense a little bit. But really, she's a sweet, sweet girl with just a dark sense of humor. And Oh, it's so and, funny because uh, I, I knew her for a while and she was quiet and a hard worker and putting out great oh, yeah. product. And then we, we had a chat one yes. day and she was in the midst of all the COVID mania talking about how she was the one who would walk through the grocery store with the mask off despite the mandate. We were all like, Natasha, whoa, a whole new side. I know. She's great. She's great. Steve is great. You, you've been hiring all the people that have left me. I don't like it. I don't like well, it. Well, it's a very good sign to see that they work for you, Glenn, <laughs> uh, that they, they see greatness. They know it when they see it and they're willing to work hard mm. for it. It's yeah, always a pleasure, you. my friend. Thank you so much for your insight. God bless you. Thank you very much, Megan. You as well. And God bless Natasha, too.
Tomorrow, a guest who has been requested by many, many of our viewers and listeners, Warren Farrell, will be here. He is one of the world's top experts on relationships, boys, and the importance of fathers. What are we doing to our boys? And we're going to take your calls as the mother of two of them. I have a lot of interest in this guy myself, and I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Don't miss it. Go ahead and download our show, The Megan Kelly Show, on Apple, Pandora, Spotify, and Stitcher, so you can make sure it pops up in your in your podcast inbox. And also follow us on YouTube. Help us get to that half a million. That'd be fun at youtube.com slash Megan Kelly. Thanks for listening to The Megan Kelly Show. No BS, no agenda, and no fear. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You can live out your MasterChef dream when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.